0: Welcome in to the Tapping the Keg NFL Draft Reaction Show. Uh, we are talking about the Packers selecting Luke Van Ness in the first round with our guy Murph. He's back, uh, so we'll talk about it all. Uh, we'll also talk about the draft itself, go we'll through a lot of picks. We'll talk NFC, we'll talk AFC, just impact, where guys fell, what that means for tomorrow, We'll give a little round two preview of what the Packers should be looking at with their two round two picks. Will they move up? Will they do what? similarly what they did last year? We'll, we'll have to see. And a lot more. And we'll also get a little national media murf on the Milwaukee Bucks collapse uh, to the Miami Heat as we're still licking our wounds there. Uh, before get going, you guys know Tapping Keg on Twitter, Tapping Kag Sports, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, things have been rolling uh, on both. So great. Appreciate all the support. At Dean Murphy on Twitter. Uh, I don't know, Murph, were you really on today? Um, not, I, I don't know if I saw much. I wasn't on Twitter too much.
1: I uh, spoiled the Packers pick by like six seconds because I wasn't paying attention and I just, you know, did the doom scrolling habit to go. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I mean, it's fun to watch the draft, especially the first 10 picks. Um boy oh boy did the networks drag out that start. Um you think oh, yeah. that t- think that TNT NBA games start late? I mean the draft might have started at 725.
0: I think it uh, did. I think I I looked at my phone and it was like 720 before we before Bryce Young was picked. And we all knew Bryce Young was gonna get picked. Um so and also too, before we get going, if you are, are new to this, if you're you know one of Murph's friends, one of Murph's supporters, and you're not subscribed to the pod, somehow uh make sure that you get in on it. Uh, listen to the reaction from last night uh that was a late late night uh but we got it done and we we talked about it all and so it was uh it was a hell hell of a night in the worst way possible um and I won't say the Packers made it better I think if they drafted Jackson Smith the jigwa or they traded back to get a tight end uh, maybe I think we're feeling a little bit better today but they go with an edge rusher and Lucas Van Ness uh who, I had tagged on Friday as a red flag guy for me. I said, I don't really want any projects. I think projects are a sign of a rebuild. So I guess I'm a little bit depressed in a weird way because I just am maybe now more in your camp, Murph, of like, this is going to be a reset. This is not going to be there. Like, if they make the playoffs, like, awesome. It's a great accomplishment, but it's probably not going to happen. So to, that's kind of a long look in the mirror for me. And I hate to be somber. I hate to open up that way because I'm more of an optimistic, rah-rah guy. But that's, that's kind of my, that was my immediate thought when Luke Van Ness got picked. I, and I would love to hear yours and, and anything else.
1: Yeah, it wasn't to pick-me-up. I think the uh, state of Wisconsin definitely needed. Does that mean it's right or wrong? Who knows? I, I just really feel like with the front office, it is something that you do at your job when you're trying to save your job. In terms of it wasn't a reach, it was almost like, hey, give me a little bit more slack. I want to see where this goes. It's not a – it's a project. It's Jordan Love. It's Quay Walker. It's, it's all Rashawn. Project. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Rashawn, Rashawn Gary. Gary. Yeah, and he's right? not even – and we'll get into the intangibles and the measurables. I mean, he's not even as strong as Rashawn Gary. Is he very young? Yes. Have we done this before with Kenny Clark? Yes, am I very critical of Kenny Clark? One thousand percent. But then, why did you pick Devondre Wyatt last year, who's like twenty-five? I mean, I know they play completely different positions, but like, do we really think that Ness can play the edge? What What if he just is Dean Lowry? I mean, oh my God! Like, what if he actually is this athlete, combine wise, but he's just a Big Ten, you know, down lineman from a three technique or a one technique and there was tons of other guys on the board. Just go up and get Jalen Carter, then, if that was the thought.
0: Right. I mean that that part, the Jalen Carter part, is like, yeah, that that's my first thought. Is like, why wouldn't and, you? just And go- real quick,
1: we can't get into like the trade of thirteen and fifteen. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's just there's way too much complexity. We might have just been doing that on the point system, just to, which I totally agree. And I was always like, oh, I'll trade back, and they're like, oh, why would you have traded up? You know, from fifteen to thirteen. It wasn't about that. It was about just getting value, but. When you see Miles Murphy go late 20s to the Bengals and you see Nolan Smith go 30 to the Eagles as they pick four Georgia guys in the last six, uh, you know, two drafts of the six that went, we might have the two worst. You just start to think, like, was this the move? You know, the receiver run comes right after that. Maybe you pick up the phone and see which one of those teams is worried about not getting their guy because all those teams, minus the Vikings, All needed receivers. They all wanted them. So, did you really? Could you really not pick up another third round pick and move back to eighteen? Well, what if game?
0: I mean, I think the the general consensus is that the Patriots were going to take Luke Van Ness, and that that's why they did the pick swap because the Patriots were the team that were going to go and get Luke Van Ness, and that was sort of their plan. And then they, to your point of like, why don't you move down? They move down. They take Christian Gonzalez instead, which was a great pick for them in terms of the spot. I know you weren't a fan of Pack Twelve corners, but I feel like yeah. at seventeen or eighteen, like that's that's a pretty nice spot to get a guy who was projected at a top ten pick for some people. I think his over under was eight and a half. Um, so it's, yeah, it's I mean, Patriots
1: one on one. They draft great defensive players. I mean, he will have a great shot at being good because the Patriots pump out corners. I mean, right. they've had. 20 Jason great Jackson, corners yeah, yeah. they've had 20 great corners in, this order, in, yeah, yeah. In, in this run um Troy Brown they made good at yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so right. exactly yeah I mean if that is the thought process like Goody you're trying to outsmart yourself I mean Bill Belichick isn't a great drafter no and so you're trying to outsmart the greatest coach of all time who is a so-so GM is I think the the <laughs> verdict out there and it's yeah. had a lot of support over the years and you're playing mind games with yourself uh, I just don't get where it means. Um, and I also – I don't think the Patriots – I think that's smoke screens by the Patriots. I think they were trying to get a guy to see what this defense can do. They The Patriots don't really rebuild, and if they did, they just got done doing it for a year and a half right. and getting out of cap hell. So there's a lot there. But yeah. I just again I've always felt like the way we move these chess pieces, especially in the first round, uh has always been a little finicky. It reminds me of Matt LaFleur's play calling. We get tight late. Uh maybe, you know, you know, maybe the same type of FaceTime calls weren't going through <laughs> to other people, you know. Check it me. Still using Cellular One up there in Green Bay.
0: Absolutely. One of the most ridiculous like I had no time to comment on that because of all the Bucks Bucks drama, but like that and then, was hey, one of,
1: the Chiefs just picked a guy we liked too at the last pick right. of the first round. Yeah. There. Yeah. You know, exactly. Felix from Kansas State, who was an edge bender. Will McDonald goes right after him as well. I know you weren't as high as on Will McDonald. He was no. a little older. He was a Milwaukee guy. Would've really right. made the beat, beat reporters' life a little earlier tomorrow morning for the local yeah. paper. Oh but, yeah.
0: Yeah. The the B writers were just sick. That's Garonski or Will McDonald. Were little, there yeah, because no, that,
1: no, the, no yeah, no key to the city, I don't think yeah. for uh, Lucas Van Ness. But he is from like you know where are the kids from Barrington? That's like Lake Geneva almost. It's Right. Really, he was in
0: he was in Fontana, Wisconsin, um, when he was doing his uh, where so that's probably a lake house that his parents were at and stuff like that. He had a lot of girls around him, um, so that obviously I'm sure sisters and shit like that, cousins. But you know, it seemed like you know Luke looked like a dude. Like he certainly certainly looked like a you know kind of that meatheads. I know that. I always dig like Luke Voigt, uh of the Brewers, and and Joey Weimer kind of have that look too. I'm like, all right, he kind of has like a a fun a fun look to him, but I realize that doesn't mean jack shit. He's got the
1: uh, yeah, he's got the Jake Paul Naperville look going for sure, definitely. There uh, go. Definitely a great Christmas card family. I'll just leave it out there. Um, I expect to get one, so. Um, welcome
0: yeah, to the can, family can, can the van i don't i think after my review i don't think i'm gonna get a christmas card for the van but i mean maybe at least one one person in our in our circle could get one uh but yeah it's uh it, it's a deal that you look at it and it can pan out and it but you're right in terms of what do you get out of year one are you going to see anything out of year one is it going to be He's on special teams, maybe, you know, on the on like in the middle, of trying to disrupt and create space for pump blocks and field goal blocks and shit like that. Is it um, you know, is it just that maybe you put him out there in third downs and you just unleash him? You just say, you fucking go. And it's it's it. Like you don't think about it, just go. And it's, you know, old school Kabir Baja Biel, Mila type shit where it's just like. Just rush a passer. We don't we don't really care what else you do. And and that's it. And I don't know if you could do that in today's NFL. I think offenses are way too smart, but I'm just I'm trying to get my head around like I know he's a project, so but is there a year one contribution? So I guess I'll just ask you a question. Like, what do you see out of year one for Luke Van Nass? I expect
1: like at its ceiling, not a Christian Watson impact but like a Christian Watson timeline, as in it. it will yeah. take a while for him. He will not make the same impact as Christian Watson did, but it might take that long for him even to be like, are you suited up? Are you in the rotation? Uh, I think he's not a Bosa bro. He's not like a motherfucker that would jump out of a helicopter. <laughs> and if you're just going to put him in on passing downs, that was the Packers' problem last year is predictability. We brought guys in when we were going to you know, stop the run. We brought guys in when we were gonna try to get to the quarterback and they'd throw all over Preston and Rashawn Gary. You know, to that I think Rashawn Gary kind of gets a pass because of the injury, but like he needs to figure out how to do both of his jobs from time to time a little bit to a degree, chip it a, you know, chip a tight end here and there, not right. Von Miller. Um but yeah, I just think it's a huge project. And you look at the last four first round picks, now five, including Jordan Love. Talking about limited impact between Stokes, Quay is kind of the outlier. Obviously, Jordan Love, DeAndre Wyatt. I mean, I, I just don't understand then if you if that's your timeline, but then you have such a low hit rate that like Eric Stokes is not gonna play, maybe until like he might start the year on the pup list. So like yeah, we
0: don't yeah, you, we don't know. I mean, Eric Stokes was the one, I guess, outlier of that all, right? Because that Eric, started right away. He had yeah. to. Yeah, he had to. And He kind of got thrown into the fire. It was like we're starting you, and even Jair played pretty. I don't know if he played right away, but we had a lot of Jair exposure early on, and so I, I mean, there. I think Mel Kiper said that if you know Van Ness stayed, he felt like he could have been. Aiden the Hutchins, Aiden Hutchins. Like he, he could have up. Yeah. He would have been a top five pick. Now, granted, remember the there's a insane. You think this quarterback like thing was nuts? Wait till next year. Like next year is going to be so much more crazy. And, and that's why
1: I not make a trade and see if you can get another first round pick. So you'd have three. Maybe you can get a team to jump up from twenty eight, twenty nine, to get their first round pick. then you have three as ammo. And I that doesn't mean to replace Jordan Love. That just means to like do smart trades, like the Eagles. That was a big takeaway, Chuck here tonight was how the the pool of teams picking was small. No dolphins, no Rams, no Vikings till late. Um, I'm sure there's a couple other teams were missing 49ers. 49ers didn't have a pick. So
0: Browns didn't have
1: a pick. I mean, there was, so that there just was a smaller pool of teams picking. It's a good place to be when you're on the other side of it. So time will tell this thing is, we will not know for a while. I really don't think. And, uh, I mean, it's safe to say, like, will Lucas Van Ness be good when Matt LaFleur is the head coach?
0: I mean, yeah, that's a great question, right? And it, it, the other part of it that, I guess, frustrates me is he is basically Rashawn Gary. Like, that's how I look at him. And it's like...
1: From like time Rash- I'm in project and no, no production in college, yes.
0: Right. He had and, way
1: more production. <laughs>
0: right, but I, I meant more in, like, the how he bull rushes and his just strength and everything like that. It's like... It's like we're we're getting the same guy, and it's like I don't know. Do you really want the same guy off the edge both sides? Now there is a like, well, they could be just this beastie edge both sides, but it's like if they, they they do the same, like can't you just figure that out pretty easily as an offense? Um, So yeah, it's it, there are a lot of questions here. I, I saw somebody I can't remember who. Who said? Oh, he kind of reminds of a young Clay Matthews, and it's like,
1: no way.
0: I, I mean, Clay. Play, way Clay played. Building. Clay. First of all, Clay played on and just an elite defense at USC, and was an impact player at fucking USC. Like he, Luke Van Ness, just never. Ne- like my one friend who went to Iowa, he was basically like, I'm kind of surprised by the pick. I didn't really see much from Van Ness this year, and so it's like if he, if he's like. So the opposite of that is Will Anderson, right? And it's like, I saw somebody was like, I don't get why you trade up for Will Anderson. Like, I don't get it. And I'm like, I do. I fucking, like, I don't care about the any, the Ross score. I don't care about any of the numbers. I watched SEC football for two fucking years. The guy's a dog and he's awesome. And I'm like,
1: he is, he is like a safe top five pick. He will have a hard time busting out. He has a good chance. Will Anderson. To yeah. be a ten, twelve sack guy, and like, hey, yeah. that's how people keep their jobs: drafting Joe Thomas's and things like and that. He'll, so, and he'll,
0: and he'll just be a fucking leader, right? Like, the, what do the Tex the Texans need? Some like established dudes in their in in their locker room, yeah. like yeah,
1: they yeah. They, 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 they need
0: did, to they build. did some
1: culture they did some culture stuff tonight, and I think we should get we will get to like the teams, yeah, we, but yeah, well, just to, mean, to just but no, just to to the wrap, on, you know, the Packers, I think, and Van Ness it's just discouraging. And I think like the clay Matthews thing, like that's Nolan Smith, thin guy doesn't have enough weight. I mean, it's hard to not make comps for other white guys because that's what he is. But I mean, is he Richard Seymour? Is that the hope that he is this like freak athlete and strong? I I just, I mean, it's going to take me a long time to look at the Nick Bosa Raz score And just like even think that because like Nick Bosa, by the way, the bench stats are way out of whack. I mean, he only put up 17 reps. Like, what are you doing? Are you young? I hope so. Can we get you beefed up?
0: Someone pointed out the guy who, the guy who tweeted out that Raskor, Ryan Alexander, who I don't know if he's anybody. uh, He was like long arms that will improve, which is true. Like not to, not to do like gym gym talk here, but, if you have longer arms, it's harder to bench. Like, and if you're a little taller, it's harder to bench. Like, as someone who was tall, I have shorter arms. I'm a Skronsky type. Um, but it's it's hard. To, uh... just, just
1: just giving yourself that comp right there. There, the, uh, yeah. There were some ridiculous comps there tonight too. I mean, yeah, sure. Oh. I I don't see I don't see I, I don't see the yeah I don't see the duplication as much between him and Gary. Like Gary is a much better athlete, I think, on the field.
0: Yeah. So no, I, I think it was this more is, just the pro the project. But yeah, I think I think we're bummed out. I think we,
1: be, we better hope this guy's Aaron Campman. I mean right.
0: Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we're in Bonnie Holiday's number. I mean Bonnie Holiday was underrated. Like he was a first round pick out of North Carolina. Um so let's let's just hope. Let's just hope that maybe we look at this and we're wrong and he's an impact player day one and, and maybe that the Packers can unlock things and what he learned. And I guess the last thing to put a positive spin on it is Iowa has produced guys, you know, throughout the NFL. And you mentioned Campman, and there've been many other names and they also, Jack Campbell was taken, another Iowa guy. So, and this was an elite Iowa defense. Their offense got laughed at. It was a fucking meme, but this defense was so good. And so Van Ness was part of that. Micah
1: Hyde. I mean, obviously Kittle, Hawkinson. There's been some solid. Yeah. But but still. But you're saying,
0: I get what you're saying. You're saying it's a a place that produces NFL players. And that's, and sometimes that's what you want. Like. The Tyree Wilson, for example, like he's the first defensive pro- he's do you know the last top ten Big Twelve defensive guy to get picked?
1: Nanamakinsu. Oh no, it's Justin Gilbert. Remember Justin Gilbert? Yeah, Oklahoma I, how can I forget Johnny draft. I live that. Um <laughs> he he refused to return punts, actually. He did not want to do that. Yeah, he was in a brutal Oklahoma State corner. So he, <laughs> yeah. he, he, him and like Kendall Wright could play on the same awful NFL dra- draft draft bust team. Uh, Kendall Wright, the Baylor receiver, part of the uh, "I'll live in hell" Art Briles uh, era. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: yeah. Art Bryles. Uh, he who should not be named Art Uh But yeah, it's it, it will be fascinating to see what happens. But let's let's go through the draft a little bit. Just we can just kind of rattle off like instant reactions, takes. Do you want to start at one? Do you want to start at Bryce Young and and just kind of go from there? Or?
1: Yeah, I mean. We didn't touch on Bryce Young. I think everyone knew that. I think the interest obviously became with the Texans. And I mean, to, to my own horn, I, I just never understood why Stroud was not going to go to. I didn't know if it was going to be the Texans, but you hit it on a, kind of at one point of the pod. They're going culture here tonight. They're going Niners, D'Amico yeah. Ryan's. The McNair mm-hmm. family has not been a great ownership in their first 20 years in the league. The yeah. Texans have been the laughing stock of that division. They have to go up against Trevor Lawrence. Um, The other two teams are not, you know, set a quarterback by any means. Mm -hmm. And I think they're trying to establish something. And I like the Stroud pick. Um, I thought he – the Georgia game made him the second overall pick. He balled out in the Georgia game. And that was one of the best college football games I've watched in a while. Um, And they should have beat Georgia. Yeah. and he, But he threw to a lot of really talented guys. And I – do not trust Ohio State quarterbacks.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fair. I mean, they they run a system. And he had Marvin Harrison Jr. He had Jackson Smith and Jibba the year before. He had uh a great Adrian. running
1: back in Henderson. They had Chris yeah. Will, Garrett Wilson, yeah. Olave. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it's do you think Stroud's starting day one or do you think they'll at least roll out Davis Mills for maybe a couple games and then go with Stroud?
1: I think Davis Mills probably gets the bye week treatment, you know? Yeah. And see where things are at and see how he's progressed and see where the team's at. You know, the Texans did make some interesting offseason acquisitions. Uh, you know, they have Dalton Schultz, hopefully John Mechie, which is a great story. He will be yep. healthy after sitting out his first year with an awful, you know, almost terminal disease. They have some guys that make a difference. They got rid of Brandon Cooks. But the, Texan, the Texans are going for Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, they the Texans are in the Marvin Harrison Jr. sweepstakes, and they're in a great spot because they could be like one, two, or three again in being great position to trade back for you know for someone that wants Drake May or Cale Williams or one of the tackles.
0: Well Murph, though they they traded that's that first round pick. That first round pick's gone. They gave they that still to have, Arizona. They still have oh, the, that's Browns right, the Browns first round pick. That, that's right, good point. Okay. I like that. The little chess you're like And I'm
1: I'm not sure if are you confirmed that they traded their own pick, not the Browns pick? Uh, I
0: don't know. I have to look at that. It would be that's really a, savvy.
1: It'd be really savvy if they traded the Browns pick, but
0: the Browns, the Browns pick would make so much more sense. Well, it'd um, just be
1: in the 15s. It's, it's, yeah. You, don't, you have from, control of your own destiny. So yeah. From, I, I mean,
0: yeah. Go but, ahead. Well, and we already talked on Anderson. So this was the last thing I, I asked about the Texans. I wonder if the Texans are an over team next year. If you're looking at over under win totals, just knowing they don't Four have one half. of their picks. Yeah, they don't have one of their picks. They, they're they going to play a week schedule, um, the AFC South's bad, like, do they? could they have, like, a Jaguars, like, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, right, but could they have, like, a Jaguars thing where they're always hanging around, always hanging around, they're covering, and they somehow fall into six wins, seven wins?
1: I would be shocked on that. I'd love to see what the Jaguars over is, because I think they could easily go five and one in the division. Yeah, no, I think Jaguars are a clear division. The, the
0: clear division, we would go to like Anthony Richardson, uh, at the Colts made everybody think that when they were going to draft Will Levis, they pulled a complete okie um, really good on the Colts for keeping it quiet. Right. Uh, Shea, Dan Jeremiah were like, we've heard nobody talk about Anthony Richardson. And it's like, Oh, is Anthony Richardson going to be the one waiting in the green one? Turns out it was Will Levis. Uh, will Levis still there. Um, he's hanging out his smoke girlfriend got camera time at the end of it. Good for her. Uh, probably bumping that IG, and it's Anthony Richardson to the Colts, and they're going to try to replicate the, what the, what Shane Strickland did with Jalen Hurts, and I just I don't know if that's going to work. Like, you can't just be like, "All right, yeah, we're just going to replicate this process." Like everybody's different, and I have a lot of concerns about Anthony Richardson. I just don't I don't see it as a as an NFL quarterback.
1: I like Anthony Richardson. I actually think he's a better prospect from a talent standpoint, and like intangibles than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was a very uh, well-seasoned guy. Uh, He's probably 26 or 27 at this point. He also Mm -hmm. didn't play until that Packer game for the most part, and that was in November. So are we going to see a lot of Gardner Minshew? Sure. I actually don't understand what the Colts are doing. Now, the more I thought about it, they just struck out on, how could they, if this was their option, what prevented them and what did they not offer to get Lamar? Why yeah. couldn't because aren't they ready to go with Quentin Nelson and Jonathan Taylor, right? And Michael Pittman and Darius, Le, you know, Darius Leonard. I mean, this Shaq is Leonard. kind of what Shaq Leonard, yeah, one of those uh in between teams because I mean, that's the weird team you actually look at from an over. If like if it's like five, if Gardner yeah. Minshew can just get them a couple wins, but because Matt Ryan was awful, I mean, he was yeah. horrendous. So, mm-hmm. but I would be very surprised if Anthony Richardson threw five touchdowns in 2023, but I like him from a prospect. I just, uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting fit in Indianapolis for a lot of different psychographic things as well. I I think there's just a lot there. They've never had a running quarterback. They've always had these traditional Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, Harbaugh rivers. So, I would, you know, I feel like Jonathan Taylor might be on the block, but that's just well. Me.
0: So, so here's my question. I'm looking at that. That you're right. This is you one dead messenger was DeForest Buckner. Do you Who's call? Meant- do you call about DeForest Buckner if you're the Packers? Like, if you're fucking, if you actually are, maybe serious. Maybe we're wrong on this, and we're not a rebuild. And do you just pick up the phone and are like, "Hey, we would love DeForest Buckner." We, like, we, we need, we need uh, interior defensive linemen. We don't really know where you guys are going. Just checking in to see where where you guys said with that. would love to do a deal. Um, and they're I feel getting, like
1: that's what the Jets do. Sala calls, you know. Yeah. Sala I mean, goes and gets a former guy of his, in Buckner.
0: Kenny I, I Moore mean, to a corner. Now, Packers don't really need a corner, but Kenny like, Moore to a very talented corner. Um, that's just not
1: going to happen. Buckner is on – he is on uh, – the block, though, for sure, he is available. There were some Texans rumors for him, just with you know D'Amico trying to go get yeah. his guy. So yeah, I mean, again, not a great draft. Like that's why we're seeing these huge intangibles. I'm trying to think of the last quarterback that was picked. I mean, this is Trubisky, really. And,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's probably that's probably the fairest comp. That it's like it we we don't know where this this nuts out, but I think it was one somebody. It might have been Jeremiah who was like. I would have liked Richardson better if he had only 13 starts, but nowadays he's had 23. I'm a little more reserved on him because I've seen a lot. And so if we, he had more, he has more starts and there's a little more of that concern there.
1: Yeah. That's interesting right there out of, you know, those guys. I mean, he's a flyer and if he, there's just no comparison. I actually think he's way bigger than Jalen Hurts. He is oh yeah. No. He's I mean, cl- he's closer to the Cam frame. Really. He's closer so.
0: to Cam and Lamar. I mean that's more what the comparison is if you're gonna if you're gonna go down that route. Uh I feel so like
1: Shane I feel like uh not Shane Siken. Is that his name? Their Shane strike it striking striking, striking yeah. he, he he has like an over under one and a half years I feel like it's the Colts head coach. So <laughs> but the Colts
0: in general just are uh, in disarray like Chris Ballard could be out next year. So if Chris Ballard's out And then, Then, where do you go with Shane Strykin? Where do you, to your point about one and a half, like where do you go?
1: Do you go get Harbaugh? You know, who knows?
0: Right. And then your guy, John Schneider, uh, Murph's longtime uh, boy, uh, who I I
1: wouldn't be surprised if you ended up in John Schneider's office working in Seattle. Um, That'd be, I mean, he's John Schneider has written me a letter that sits right up there. People can't see this, but in my bookshelf. Yeah, <laughs> frame. Uh, up. So Try
0: drafts it. Devin Witherspoon at five. I felt like that was a house money pick for them because it's the Broncos' pick. It's not their actual pick. They love corners. They had the Legion of Boom. It's clear they're trying to go Legion of Boom 2.0 with Tyreek Woolen now with Devin Witherspoon. Uh, they didn't help their you know improve their run defense. They are just not prioritizing it, which. As pack fans, we understand that. <laughs> and uh well, this was a great player. Uh I, I like it. I, I think I'd like it better though if it was like seven or eight, not five.
1: Yeah. I mean they won that trade, so they don't give a shit. Right. I would have so gone Jalen. I would have gone Jalen Carter there, especially very Seahawks like pick. They've always felt like they have kind of almost a I I know too soon, but a heat culture type of thing going on. Um yeah, I, I think the Seahawks, what they did, kitten JSN. That means Tyler Lockett. I'd have to look at his contract, but I'm guessing Tyler Lockett is probably in the last year of his contract. So they are setting up Geno Smith to succeed. And my guess is that as we get ready, and this will be a narrative, I think as we get through kind of the quick hitters of all the team updates, is who's getting who's getting in line on day two to pick Will Levis? Is it the Raiders? Is it the Seahawks? Is it the Vikings? Uh, is it another team? You know that is out there. Is it the Saints? You know who knows. So, I mean, if John Schneider came out of this draft with three guys, that's great. I think Devin Witherspoon in the right system could be really good. And, hey, Pete Carroll loves to play bump and run. He actually looks better than Jair on tape. And Brett Bielma has done a great job at producing defensive players all across his stops, but specifically at Illinois.
0: Right. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler Lockett does get moved. Looking at his contract here, this is out of the Russ Ball School of Contracts. Uh, He has a 2024 out uh he's making nine seven this year that, what a steal oh my right God. but listen the out so to get out of it is instead of paying fifteen three in 2024 and 2025 so you'll get out that's, of that
1: that's an Adam Thielen he'll end up on like the Saints you know in two years oh yeah
0: yeah I mean you'll just you'll just get rid of him next year and then JSN gets one year of seasoning gets gets and, and like I don't know in terms of like a fantasy fit. I don't think it's great. Um, if you're talking for Jack Smith Jibba
1: future, uh, maybe yeah. future, yeah, about.
0: oh di- yeah, dynasty leagues and everything like that. Yeah, sure. You can stash them and, and everything like that. But yeah, it's I mean, the Witherspoon, uh, Smith, Smith Jibba, they've set themselves up for success, I think, in the short term as well as sort of the long term. And if Geno Smith stinks next year and it's just they they get rid of him. It's a rich quarterback draft and they have assets and they have a war chest and
1: they're going to be ready to go. And that's what's so interesting is how much homework they did on the quarterbacks. You know, they met with all the quarterbacks. They had every chance to move up with the gunpowder they had from the Russell trade. So they could have made a move and they decided that, you know, maybe let's wait and let's play the game next year. So real and real real quick on the John Schneider thing, uh, you know, it will always be curious how much longer he stays there. He would need a promotion, it, from what I understand, to not give up compensation be a great way to. Hey, you want to come over and be the president of the team you grew up with? You know, down the street started your professional career.
0: So hey, I listen, 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 listen. That is uh, I, what, what I, what I
1: trade? Hey, would I trade Jordan Love in a year for John Schneider? Yeah, sign me up. <laughs>
0: I I can't do the Bill Simmons turn the TikTok camera on. That's <laughs> that's turned the TikTok camera on for sure. Uh, okay. Her, uh, well, actually, uh, real quick on Seahawks. Do you think they're the favorites in the NFC West? I don't think so. I that was a
1: ridiculous North take. Panthers. I think I think Mel Kuyper – you know, Mel Kuiper doesn't watch NFL. He just, like, eats no. clam chowder, plays golf, and gets ready for his Saturday and, and morning big, show on Radio.
0: And big fans of – and eats pumpkin pie and talks yep. – and their and, and best friends with Eric DaCosta. That's basically so.
1: Yeah, he, he loves living in the Baltimore area. So I don't. I, I would I would love to get some action on Mel with the Niners because they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. division that division does all all of a sudden really suck after two years ago. We're like, oh, we're gonna have four playoff teams from the it's NFC West. Crazy how bad the NFC is. It's so bad.
0: Uh, Paris Johnson. I mean, it's a good pick. It's just it's as safe as you could
1: get. And, First at- year GM.
0: Arizona, Arizona needs culture um, in the worst way possible, um, and yes yeah, I didn't,
1: I didn't find that in my, uh, I didn't dig d- deep enough on him. I just didn't love him enough. But God, he is like an all-star human. I mean, he could yeah. be. It seems like he could be a doctor. He could run a hedge fund. I mean, in a great president, world- maybe. Yeah. Yeah, where was the buzz on his dad being the a cardinal? God, I would have been all over that, and also the Jaguars picking an offensive lineman. Like I could have called the Cam
0: Robinson. Yeah, yeah, can we? Yeah, that that's the stuff where we need to kind of I think to really nail draft props. We just need to get in tight with a oh. lot of different organizations. I know you did well.
1: You did. Very I did well, very well. I got a little <laughs> lucky, but yes, I, but I didn't have any after the tenth pick for some reason. Yeah. But it was just too there wasn't enough juice in the sports I, books that it they yeah, were all plus one fifty.
0: Yeah, I did. Um, I did Dalton King. I got Dalton K plus one thirty five as the first tight end off the board. I got Addison. still alive. Over. I I got uh, what else? Did I get. Um, I got Quentin Johnson under when there started to be the smoke. I was going to go actually over, and then all of a sudden it changed. It flipped.
1: I don't know if I got
0: the big 10 one. Um, I haven't checked. I don't.
1: think Yeah. I always hate the conference ones. I mean, let's go there. Like, you know, we're going to bounce around a little bit here on these teams. I mean, unless you want to go in order, but like I'm really excited in two years for like Quentin Johnson to be on my fantasy team and have a hamstring <laughs> injury. Um, that'll be really fun. It, smart move though. I mean, Keenan Allen who has been a hero in terms of just production, but can never stay healthy. He has got to be at the end of the line here at some point where he will yeah. just have an AJ green season where he can't, stay healthy and get back. So I like to the pick there. You um, So you do. Like,
0: DJ Shaken in a chat was like, well, isn't he Mike Williams? Like, what's the difference between Quentin Johnson and Mike Williams? I know I he doesn't. Mike have, Williams doesn't stay healthy, too, either.
1: Exactly, but they have, like, plenty of slot guys. They have, like, five – the Josh Palmers of the world. Oh, yeah. Love Josh c- Palmers. Um, I think Zay Flowers is already gone too. I believe. Yeah, and you'd have to look mm-hmm. up that order for me. So no, actually, what, actually, he they they took Quinn Johnson before Zay Flowers. I probably would have taken Zay Flowers, but watch the Chargers will go pick Josh Downs and they'll be fine. So, yeah, and I think, I mean, but talking about awful comps, and I mean, at, when they spent five minutes saying that Zay Flowers was Tyreek oh Hill, but not god. as fast. Oh, oh my god! Oh
0: my goodness! Oh, Those that was horrendous.
1: So... Or that Michael Michael
0: Mayer as Jason Witten, like what the fuck?
1: Jay, that one's at least tolerable. He's just a mover and a blocker, but he just a wh- mean, he's just a
0: big white, big big attractive white guy. Like come
1: you, on, you you could give Zay Flowers a twenty yard head start in a forty yard dash, and I think Tyreek Hill would still beat him. And Zay Flowers isn't slow, but like Tyreek Hill is a generational speed guy. He ran well, hundred meter. And listen, like, like I. They need the NFL. I
0: understand what ESPN's production team's doing. They're like, all right, we know that the people watching the draft are very casual fans, but I also think they're overcompensating. They're not that dumb. Like you could call Zay Flowers like a Randall Cobb type, right? And Golden I,
1: Tate. You know? Golden
0: Tate. And I think and I think most people watching the draft would fucking know who Golden Tate and Randall Cobb are, right?
1: Like But, I, but we gotta go with Tyreek Hill. I actually think JSN is Golden Tate. That's maybe what the Seahawks saw there.
0: Sure, and and so, but yeah, that was that was uh, that was infuriating.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I could not believe. uh, Go ahead,
0: Keenan Allen, real quick. Had his contract, another great deal. uh, Tom Telesco, he has he's one million against the cap this year with an out, uh, so you don't pay eighteen million to Keenan Allen next
1: year. Will Keenan Allen be a Jet? You know, will people start? You know, finally joining Mm -hmm. their guy? Who knows. Um, before – I feel feel like we should save the division for a second because I could just bury them. Uh The division Buc- <laughs> was so bad. Um The Pittsburgh defensive tackle that is also not Aaron Donald. Um Oh, my – that
0: was the other one. That, that was yeah. ridiculous. And l-
1: they had that set up for Lewis Riddick, who I actually really like Lewis Riddick and we're pretty aligned on a lot of the things we think draft-wise. I mean, the Buccaneers in a year are going to fire Todd Bowles and they're going to be – the Buccaneers, I think, are in the Drake May, Kale Williams. Oh, yes. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. But he, he, he's a nice guy. He's a three technique guy. I actually thought the Bears really needed him, which we'll talk on, but he was your typical Kenny Clark type of guy, I feel like, in the draft. But poor Todd Bowles, he is a sitting duck.
0: Oh yeah. No. Nah, bad, bad look for Todd Bowles. Um the um so yeah, we 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 kind of started bouncing. We talked a little bit about Tyree Wilson and just the overall like it's a big 12 guy. Like, yeah, there were some Bosa comparisons in terms of his size, but had a foot issue and who knows. And you now have him and Max Crosby. That could be a really dangerous combination, but they still don't have any corners. Right. And this was a, yeah, this was a deep fucking corner draft and they could have easily traded down and got one of those corners or traded up to get Witherspoon if, if they really wanted him.
1: They they have a pretty nasty defense up front with Max Crosby, but yeah, you hit it on the head. The Raiders have a ton of holes. They are also in the quarterback mix and also maybe the quarterback mix for next year. They I do not think will be good. I think um, we're
0: gonna get we're gonna get like Sappy Devontae Adams Instagrams like week four, week five. Like if I could bet that, like I, I think I would go under four and a half uh NFL weeks before we get Sappy Devontae yeah. Adams Instagrams.
1: Dalton Kincaid to the Bills. I actually thought that was a little bit of a duplication. And and don't the Bills need like defensive guys to slow down all yeah. these quarterbacks in the in the, in the AFC? <laughs> I mean, Dalton Kincaid is Dawson Knox. I just didn't see what was needed there. So that was a little odd. The Cowboys reaching for our guy Mozzie Smith, who has a Vita V maybe ceiling, but God, talk about like just not a, the best overall appearance. Shirt off, mm-hmm. sunglasses yeah. on. Yeah, it was tough.
0: It was also that's-
1: on the okay, Cowboys, what? I'm just—I mean, the next thirty years of our life, we're gonna have to deal with Stephen Jones's grandson. He was fucking right up his granddad's ass at that pick. <laughs> I mean, God, he's like—he's got to be twenty-five now. So
0: I mean, wouldn't you though, if, if you were—if you were Stephen Jones and, and you know his kid? Yeah, and, and I just wouldn't look power? like.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't look like fucking Sid from Toy Story, though. Geez, I mean.
0: uh speaking of Doc, Dawson Knox, so his—so I'm just running through spot track right now. He has only, he has an out in 2025 and he has a you know about 2 million this year 5 million next year it you know is that a is that a phone call Brian Goodwin makes and says hey Dawson Knox you know get established tight end in there and you know you know you need help there i know it's a rich tight end draft it doesn't seem like it would make a lot of sense
1: but is I mean, it only if you totally fucked up tomorrow and didn't get one is what you but which is completely possible, actually. I mean it's I mean, <laughs> or you just rely you rely on the Messiah um to play H back and you know like long long snap. Josiah, so um, yeah, who to. Uh but yeah, I mean though, yeah, I think everyone were, knows who Josiah the Messiah is. Like I mean, come on. No,
0: I don't know. I've never it's heard a, Josiah the Messiah. I've never heard that. I mean it it's makes a scale sense.
1: zone. That's a scale zone brush plug. So oh, shout out. Um, um
0: but uh so Bijan Robinson. Like, what the fuck? Like, all I'm
1: over like, that. I was all over that. I mean, I, I, mean, I literally t- explained to people behind the scenes. I walked around our ESPN Chicago office all day saying, man, B. John is going to be a great bear. Just trying to speak it into existence. Little did they all know I had him plus 230 as a top 10 pick. But there was just too much smoke. There was too much. This draft is not good enough. We'll go get a player. I mean, B. John is not the most egregious pick at running back. Uh, you know, Obviously, we all know what it is. But I mean, B John's gonna be a nice player. The Falcons, though, in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. That's scary. B John, Caleb Williams, Kyle Pitts, Pitts and Drake London. You know, that is scary. (laughs)
0: That's 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 exactly that And and
1: watch, yeah, watch them go get a Josh Downs. Watch them, you know, watch them have this tailor made, like totally set up offense ready to go for one of those quarterbacks.
0: That's not a bad point, and I think that's definitely something to something to watch out for. I'm trying to think if there's any other NFC teams other than in the division that are worth talking. I mean, that are worth talking about. I mean, Banks, the kid from Maryland, going to the Giants. Giants definitely need corner help. Doesn't really do much for me. I, I'm not same with the like, Commanders.
1: Like the Commanders, yeah, I, I yeah, didn't get that as well. Congrats! You fair. you
0: drafted a skinny Rasul Douglas and at sixteen, good for you. you drafted
1: guys. Cam Dansler basically. Yeah, um, <laughs> that was an interesting place. So, yeah, we could definitely you know I'll lead it off uh, with the division we've owned for the last thirty years. I mean the fact that the Lions uh, went back to the days of when uh, you know we drove Model Ts around. Uh, that's how they drafted this year. A uh, uh, you know a scat back who I liked. Lewis Riddick did compare him to Alvin Kamara um, at twelve. They just not only – I believe they picked up DeAndre Swift's fifth-year option, but they also signed David Montgomery in the offseason for decent money, let Jamal Williams go, and then go back to the well on another running back. And in the fly, they're like, oh, he can play slot receiver. So you're drafting a guy that you don't know is – I mean, if, the, if Dan Campbell doesn't run the wishbone next year, I mean, he's just not doing it right, but just an idiotic pick by the Lions. And then later on, they go Jack Campbell who like – God, he's six five. He's not fucking Brian Urlacher. Like this guy is a statue. Like you could, if you wanted Joe Showbert, you could have went to the XFL and got him. So I, I just. So thank thank God we have incompetent teams in this division. That's why we've been so successful for thirty years.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's like every time they they fuck it up and they're like it's
1: like the it's like the receiver thing. They have three first round running backs, not two. They drafted, but three was no David Montgomery was a day two pick, I believe. But But and
0: Swift was a day two pick. But basically, it's like the Matt Millen, just another generation of it. Uh, I went to go just, just run a Detroit Lions search in Twitter. I didn't even need to because one of the first tweets I have, Mike Renner, who I probably can't hire, but he's a free agent right now in the football Twitter world, goes, the Lions went into a steakhouse and ordered a hamburger and then follows it up with they could have had the exe- Eagles exact haul. Think how scary we're talking about the Lions if they have Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter right now.
1: Like yeah, we're fucking
0: like – they could be a super bowl contender. They're they're clear division winners. Like we're very nervous about the the idea of Jalen Carter and Aiden Hutchinson on the same defensive line for the next 5 to 7 years. And Nolan Smith and I forget the other edge guy they have that's very talented. Justin Houston is that a name? Uh no, that's the old guy. What's the guy's name? Jackson uh, State came on. No, no, no. Well, that's good. That's for I'll look it up. I'll find it. But but to like they they just royally fucked it up. They had they had a, the, the hands and they just got it. They it's like they're on the blackjack table and they hit on seventeen. Like they're like, wow, fuck it. We'll just we'll figure this out.
1: This um, is their haul for the Matt Stafford trade is Jamison right? Williams because he and who illegally gambles in his own fucking facility. I mean, that's like watching porn on your work computer. Just don't do that, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like dialing up the OnlyFans on your Word computer. It's like just fucking relax. Uh James Houston was the guy I was thinking about, uh, who's been who was an impact player for them last year, and Ali McNeil. Like, imagine Ali McNeil, Jalen Carter. God, I mean, holy Thank fuck.
1: We, yeah. got, we, dod- we dodged a bullet. Oh my God, did we ever? And it's like and no quarterback. Like. They still have Jared Goff yeah. and, and they're going to be good. You know, the lines you? are going to be good next year. You know, great. You <laughs> me that under baby so hard. That's like, what I'm saying. Will, like, what are they going to win? Seven games. So yeah. I also would. real quick on Mike Renner. And this is just an aside. Have we reached the point and not to go Andrew Marshawn here. <laughs> have we reached the point that there's too many networks and shows and podcasts yeah, oh, doing sure. live? Like, at one point I looked at like Greenlight with Chris long, the Barstool guys, they all have like 2000 people watching their draft show. And, you know, like only fans, girls are probably looking at cucumbers having 10,000 people watch right now. So like at some point, can we just watch the fucking draft podcast?
0: Well, that's why we're just doing it. We're just doing it afterwards and, yeah. and we'll post this it. A post and game it'll, game be, show. it'll be up. It'll be up at, you know, midnight, 1230. And, then people listen to it on their drive to work and that's all you need. And I think there's so much of this in the moment. We have to be in the moment and, and it, it's a little too much. Like it, it's, it's obviously hitting at saturation point um, just like everything yeah. else. And yeah, they'll figure out ways to sort of rectify that. Um, but yeah, I, I think a lot of that was over the top. And I also think there's a lot of copycat, right? Like, Oh, this this group did this. The Ringer did this. So we gotta do this. Uh Barcelona did this. Who knows? We yeah. It's just that. like it's it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. Much. So then moving on to the Chicago Bears. The Bears, uh Darnell Wright. Um they trade back. They don't get Jalen Carter. Again, they could have had a top five pick. And I was talking with Bears, noted Bears fans. Mike Fan and he was he liked it. He's like, Oh, we got another pick. I'm like, You're at that. Like, I and someone else, when someone else in the chat was like, yeah, No, 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 like Carter sucks, whatever. I'm like, No, no, no. like Carter's a really good player. You just got to make sure you rein him in. You have the culture around it. And man, oh man,
1: like it's Darnell it's, Wright played in a weird offense. You know, I, I don't, think oh, that's a great point. There. We're not very high in Tennessee guys. He is a safish pick, but didn't they just have this same problem with Tevin Jenkins where he wasn't able to play? This is a name drop. I was with Lance Briggs last week and he's like, this defense needs a three technique. So that guy was there for them. And Carter, I'm guessing they wanted Paris Johnson. And once he was off the board, they decided to get a little equity and you know, the bears don't have a talented roster. I don't care what people say, especially on the offensive and defensive line. They'll probably pick, six or seven guys from those two position you know position groups so you know what the bears did first year gm he prides himself ryan poles on being an offensive guy that's how this thing will be packaged as the you know the offensive offensive line gm went and got his guy and we'll see you know that that one like i don't think he's going to be zach martin i would have picked peter skaranski i was talking with some bears fans earlier today and they're like oh i just don't know if skaranski will be a tackle i'm like you guys could just go to Zach Martin. You could get like a 10 year All pro. You haven't had a good offensive lineman since Owen recruits So yeah, just go I, get a, a generational starter.
0: I mean, as you said on our podcast on Monday,
1: like we
0: have all short arm guys. We don't care about short-arms at the Packers. The Packers have had a great offensive line forever. And Elton Jaguars had short-arms. David Bakhtiari had short-arms. And it, we don't give a fuck. And it's, I think it's – it's how you use those arms, and so as someone who also has short arms, as I mentioned earlier, like I, I love that, and so I I think the Skronsky angle too, like yeah, he's an Illinois guy, like it would have it would have sold well too, and been more than just an offensive line pick because I think offensive line picks in general, most times fans are not. Great with it. I think Bears fans will be fine because Fields got just mauled. But one offensive line pick's not going to save it. Like that's not just going to solve at all your offensive line problems. No,
1: it's a unit. And like Luke Getz he can't be thrilled. He's a zone read guy. I mean, he's a zone blocking guy. And Darnell Wright, they said could be the best player in the draft. That's Louis Riddick in the moment, you know, trying to get a good takeout, which I respect. So we'll see. And you know, the Vikings, that he's one Dakota. hurt. Your guy, Jordan am- Addison. Uh, I've had so many Vikings picks, Harrison Smith, J.J., Jordan Addison. That's a bummer. He is going to be a pretty decent player. I would be very surprised if Jordan Addison is not a third receiver in the league at least for eight years. He just runs good routes. He knows how to get open. They're going to be a bitch to cover, and it doesn't seem like Kirk Cousins is moving that could change in the next 24 hours.
0: Right. Um, not to pour salt on the wound. Did you know that the Vikings drafted KJ Osborne a pick after we drafted Kamal Martin?
1: Kamal's had a really great career in in Lambeau, and KJ Osborne is a guy. At the end of the I, day, yeah, he's yeah, just a guy. But like, he's no Bo use... Melton. He's no Bo Melton. <laughs>
0: You're right, Bo Melton. Bo Melton,
1: Yeah, the Bo I mean, Melton
0: takeover. Um, so,
1: and, but, and I, f- yeah, that that's the the draft. I think. I no know. team in that division scares me uh i do though think we do need to put an asterisk in for the draft uh because for the next year we'll have a fifth team that we follow all the time and that will be the jets um yeah. you know the i, I don't think mind. the most what, what did you think
0: i mean will mcdonald i i told you i didn't like will mcdonald yeah. when we talked on monday and i felt like will mcdonald was he he's had that nolan smith thing and I understand it's not necessarily exactly what the 49ers get for a prototype. If you use that as an example with how Robert Salah runs defense, I mean, they have a lot of defense already. I feel like they were one, you know, pick away from getting an offensive lineman. Right. And Roger Jones goes, who I wasn't really a huge fan of. I felt like he was, Pittsburgh a, little pro- yeah. he was a little projecty, And I think they would have drafted it to, you know, to add more protection for Rogers they don't get Jackson Smith and Jigga, which I think made sense because they have a ton of wide receivers. And, you know, they were trying to sell that on the broad on the ESPN broadcast. Of course, Mike Greenberg, noted Jets fan who could not hide his bias at all. Um, respect the biz, please, Mike. Um, and it's just one of those things where they, I think they were kind of out of options and, I thought it was a really interesting quote uh, from Joe Shane, who's the Giants GM. So moving in New York, but I think it's like important, and it's stuff that I've told Packer fans in the past with Jordan Love, and people like to just call me out it. But Joe Shane said this about why they like traded up. He's like Joe Shane said, the Giants board with first round grades was getting pretty depleted as the wide receivers were coming off the board. So instead of getting cute and risking losing Deontay Banks, they traded up and got their guy. And
1: go get your guy.
0: Go get your guy. And I wonder. That's what the Steelers
1: with, did too. I yeah.
0: Mean, and I, they I wanted I wonder, to protect I wonder, Kenny Pickett. I wonder with the Jets, like if they were just out of guys and they were fired up and were like, oh, we God, we'll make out. But it's like. Yeah,
1: the yeah, Pouncey brothers aren't walking through that door anymore in the steel curtain. You know, they've had a pretty bad off. I mean, that was the end of Big Ben's career, him getting his head knocked off. So if yeah. you want to give Penny Kickett, Penny, uh, Kenny Pickett a shot, I like the Broderick Jones thing. I think the most memorable thing from the Jets pick is, you know, shout out the Make a Wish kid. Um, he had a yeah. lot of energy with the J E T S Jets Jets jet, Jets. I mean, he is a legend uh, for sure in Long Island tonight. He is you know, going to go to school on Monday and be a hero.
0: You know, Rogers will do something with him. Rogers has always been good
1: about that stuff, and he'll he'll do something special with that. He'll kid, g- probably. Give, him a, give him a Zenith watch or something that doesn't work. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, I really well, did. Real quick, we all tweeted it out, but like it would have been the karma is a bitch not for Aaron Rodgers, but just our lives, that Jets fans now have experienced them, if they would have picked Will Levis at 15. That, that would have been, been – oh, my that God. That, that would have owned the draft. Tomorrow would have been the biggest headline is what, like, history repeats itself. So it didn't it happen. It would have been amazing for – you as well. I mean, yeah the, you, oh, you know, the content, yeah, the content would have been through the roof. I mean, already like saw Hawkeye. Matt. Yeah, I mean, Matt Schneidman was at the Jets press conference the other day. Are all the Packers? I mean, is Spoon going to have to take the Amtrak to, uh, you know, the Meadowlands this year? To, you know, somewhere, get some sound?
0: So, somewhere asking if Schneidman is the new Windy and he just goes where Aaron Rodgers goes. And it's, yeah. you, know, you know, how Windy with LeBron just sort of went. Was Schneidman in the, yeah, was Schneidman in the darkness cave?
1: We will never, you know, I mean, he was take, mean, taking just, out the urine.
0: Scheidman, Scheidman did get the the quote the big quote about the Facetimes and you know that was that was his and you know good on him I guess and
1: I, I think that's all luck and in, in terms of what those guys oh were totally the oh cent.
0: totally
1: but yeah I I I
0: didn't really like I, the Jets thing didn't exactly move the needle for me it wasn't like okay I was worried
1: I mean oh, the I mean, pick yeah
0: I I did think they were gonna draft Jackson and the Jibba and then it would have been I would have been in like I was like yeah. This has been an awful week. Like obviously with what's happened with the Bucks, Brewers really haven't played that well. Uh, you just drafted an edge that I didn't want. Like it was on my list. Like knowing how things have been going, Darnell Washington's gonna get taken at 42, and I'm gonna be mad about that too. And yeah, it's
1: just Well, I don't you know. think the Packers, I mean, they don't have scouts that actually go to games. They just like they just watch. all year on pff and chop it up and you know get ready for the combine i think they might you know the packers actually might be from from a staffing situation they might just have scouts that are contractors they just bring them on and you know february you know february through through may i'm being facetious obviously but yeah yeah i I, i'm gonna be pretty sensitive to the jets thing for a while I, i think i'm hopefully uh overreacting, but I also think of getting ahead of it because I think a lot of all the people listening are going to get sideswiped by it on September. I mean,
0: listen, like it started with Marshall Falk the other day where he said the Jets team is the best team that Aaron Rodgers has played with. And it's like, that's one of the most ridiculous fucking comments, but that's what you're going to get. And New York is having a moment, right? The Knicks are in the, in the second round, there's a chance they could get, you know, to the Eastern conference finals you the Rangers have fallen apart. They lost again tonight to the Devils after being up 2 0. Uh so at least there's that. The Islanders are trying to force a game seven. Uh and then you have the Yankees who are, you know, it's it's early on and the Mets are, you know, they expect the Yankees and Mets to be good. Um and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time in New York. And that's what
1: they call helping the summer book, Charlie, which they still yeah. care about in New York. So oh,
0: yeah. I know. <laughs> I I know. But it's it it's like and, yeah, you're going to see Rodgers six times. I still will take any action on a 9.5-under on the Jets. Like, if anyone wants to get in, you'd know where to find me. DabbyDK on Twitter, DabbyDK Sports. I will take any action because I just – that schedule, I think, is extremely hard. And I also – the one other thing I don't think people talk enough about is the MetLife turf has been a real issue. And I don't want our guy to get hurt. I will say that. I, I love Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, neither
1: do I. Anyone that wanna, says that is a fucking coward.
0: Absolutely. But I, I do worry that like, you know, that turf is not friendly. And I just I just yeah. Maybe that's a part of the deal.
1: Maybe Woody Johnson, well, he had to, you know, take some vax vax earnings and put in grass for next they, year.
0: Well, they did actually add new <laughs> <laughs> new, they did end new term at MetLife, so they they're trying they're trying to sponsor by
1: sponsored by J and J, I'm sure. Because the
0: Giants the Giants had I think the top like ACL tears um, in in the uh, in, in the NFL. Before we get too off the rails, uh, day two um, is a it's a fun day. I don't know if it's as important. I think it's tough too when you have the Brewers playing the Angels, which isn't that important. You, o- Otani and Trout's awesome uh, to be at Miller at uh, American family field, but you also have Kings warriors. You have Lakers grizzlies. There's a lot going on Friday.
1: Um, Good, t- I think sounds like a great TV night to me. I will great. actually be at the Burr's game, but probably have the, uh, TVs on in the suite. Um, I would say where I'll be sitting, soft but, flex. um, yeah, soft flex, not a big deal. Um, Second Brewer game of the week, not a big deal. And are we going on Sunday? Can we? (laughs) God damn! Uh, um, Brewer
0: super fan, Frank to take.
1: I mean, I think I hit on it. You know, like the day two, the rush to get in line. Who wants to trade with the Bears? Will Levis? You know, what's the problem there? You know, with the tight ends, the over under was one and a half, and Mayer was minus two hundred to go in the first round. So good job by you with Kincaid. Um, I think the Packers should go get their guy. I think you let Mayer fall to you, though. You know, I've been pretty open about Mayer. You know, I love day two. I think it's where you really win and lose a lot of times in these drafts, and you find guys that maybe weren't evaluated the same way by other teams. I would wait for Mayer there. I wouldn't go get him. But Mm -hmm. I love Sam Laporta and Luke Musgrave. Um, I really like those guys. I'm going to be really pissed if we pick like an inside linebacker or yeah. you know if we go two straight picks with ignoring four needs that you and I've all laid out um I'll be really upset I I'm, I'm trying to think of the hate to be negative Nancy here but who's the what's the position and player that makes you the most i mean it's obviously levis that would like if we pick levis at 43 like god i mean there's going to be picking this yeah yeah if,
0: if it's levis at 43 i just i jump off my retaining wall or just wander into greenfield avenue traffic and just sort of do
1: you jump off or do you run off like or do you want it to be quick or do you like actually like you know like are you are you downing one of the thousand ipas you have and like an aggressive fall off the like <laughs>
0: I think I do like a kind of like a swan dive off, like uh, in almost famous. It's like you know, good you have it? <laughs> like, yeah, just go and just just call it. Uh, Levis would be really, really fucking bad. I think drafting- one of the
1: the problem is all these edge rushers that we wanted are still there, and now you can't go do this because, like, what are you gonna go pick another edge?
0: I I I like Keanu Benton, but if we got like an inside inside oh, not D line not, not yeah, not right. At, yeah, that's what forty three. Yeah. No, I'm no no no, I'm saying that would be disaster zone. Like okay. if you're going if you're going edge and then you're going inside defensive line, like that's that's disaster to your point. Like or a corner, like Joey Porter Jr. keeps falling and you draft Joey Joey Porter Jr. Oh <laughs> I no, know I agree. Like, Mar- pe- pe-
1: like Joey Porter is <laughs> gonna be a good football player. Uh, They must have just not wanted his dad to be involved. His dad's like, Yeah, I'm gonna need a strength uh, and conditioning coach job uh, for whatever team. I think he was handsy. Like, I think he just they worried about so was Witherspoon, though. They said he had 12 penalties. I mean, it's a lot of penalties, you know. I think at 43, it will be, it will probably be, man, it's tough. Like, basically, all the things we always want to happen. Can now be thrown out the door because we just have to assume they are going to pick no one that has any college production other than Georgia guys, and we're going to go heavy RAS score. So we're probably going to go and select Luke Musgrave. But I would be fine with that.
0: Yeah, but I, I would I, be okay. Offensive be okay. line
1: would be frustrating. I'll tell you that offensive. So if line they do,
0: they went Cody March, who we we all like. Like it, I think it's a little early for Cody. Um, if you do your second second round pick with Cody, I think that would. That'd probably be a little bit better.
1: Yeah. That I I'm in on Cody much, but you just gotta go help Jordan Love here. There's and that doesn't mean drafting an offensive lineman. We have six guys on the roster. We're not Kyle Rudolph is not gonna help this situation. You know, the guys I know you're trying to get creative with the spot track stuff. We're not getting Dawson Knox. We're not gonna go make a trade for a vet. I we might sign like a vet like a Jarvis Landry who's a body. You know, right. Jarvis Landry's you know, you fill the Randall Cobb player coach role. But yes. Is yes. Randall Cobb going to be a Packer? I, I don't know.
0: I have no idea. I have no idea what Randall Cobb's doing. I did think it was funny that Randall Cobb lo- posted a
1: workout video immediately after Aaron Rodgers got traded. Which Alan's. he's like, like he's like for. he's like yo yo Joe Douglas man I love Queens like I, I fit in well.
0: Joe Douglas is quite the rotund individual. Um, I'm a big guy, so I can say these things, but
1: he is. He
0: it he's was almost stri- yeah. He was strikingly fat. When you you had him, Aaron Rodgers, and Slaw, because Salah, good looking dude. Rodgers, good looking dude. Rodgers looked, he
1: looked very, he looked Dave Portnoy tan. Rodgers, yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: Rodgers, Rodgers has just been hanging out with Mal Eden's and Turks and Caicos. Like, I think Mal Eden's gives a fuck about what the Bucks were doing and they were collapsing? God, no.
1: No, I mean, and they're fully, you know, their Manhattan furnished, you know, penthouse is already good to go. So what
0: do you okay? Also speaking
1: of Real quick though, on the Joe Douglas thing. Yeah, yeah, I wanna not that you're you know comparable, but I also when I saw him, he had a Jordan hoodie on. Is there some point where you're too old and too big to be wearing a Jordan hoodie?
0: Great question. Um I I do think at some point Jordan hoodies you got are – like hoodies you can wear, you can wear older. I think everybody's hoodies have become like uh you know. Jordan hoodie though. But Jordan, yeah, there are certain brands you gotta like scale back. And Jordan, he was fun.
1: going for the Andrew Whitworth look, and he's just not yeah. thin enough for that.
0: No, um, what uh, would you put odds that Rogers is courtside at Madison Square
1: Garden for Game One, next next seed? I mean, they have literally at MSG for the Knicks and Rangers game when they show the celebrities, it's sponsored, so like yes. it is a thing. Oh, yeah. Built, built into I'll the tell, fabric
0: I'm, of tell, the game. I, I'm telling you, he's going to be fucking mad on Sunday. Him and, Aaron
1: Judge, him and Aaron Judge sitting next to each other. What no, Judge game? Judge has a, just has a game. It's uh, a noon start. Right. He's in Texas.
0: Be great um, for the,
1: it'd be great for the, the tabloids. Judge right. misses Yankees Sunday road game to go to. Uh, <laughs> if, if Rogers is young, yeah. Hopefully we get some good tabloid uh, juice from Rogers. Oh, um, we will. You know, oh, It's we'll, going
0: to get... It, as I think it was Nagler said like it, it's not the like New York media has to worry about he just has to worry about page six and it's it's true. It's not necessarily the guys on the post or the New York Daily News. It's the tabloid shit that is totally different than what he dealt with at Green Bay.
1: Yeah let's put a cap though on you know yeah. day two I mean we got to yeah. get a safety. Um, yeah. We have to get to the top players. Here.
0: How is Sidney so yeah, Brown?
1: That, JL Skinner, you don't like him as much, but I do. Here's the problem, mm-hmm. though. And As someone that went through a lot of simulations of how these drafts go, shout out to PFF, when you make a pick you don't love early, it feels like, to me, the rest of the draft, you're trying to you know, overcorrect. You're trying to do things oddly. Um, I mean, I also – here's another pick I'd be upset with. Tank Bigsby. I would be upset with yeah. now. Not I liked him before the draft, but now that we have this project, I just feel like we need guys to impact next year. Or else, we're going to go three and fourteen.
0: What and and another uh, more upsetting pick. So, what if they go with Brian Branch? Like, what if Brian Branch oh. falls and then they get Brian Branch at forty three? Like, hey guys, we got a safety.
1: We got a that, that, that plays nickel like him and Rasool. <laughs> we, him and Rasool like don't we, have positions. But we got, it. we got our safety guys. They don't won't. Worry they about won't. It. I, I will do the podcast every day next week if Brian branch is selected because his rat score is not good enough. So I, yeah, yeah, it won't, it won't happen, but I mean, it's just, I'm it, giving you it, the week it, off. I'm giving you the week. You I know, had a long couple months here on Rogers watch. That's, that's a I, gift. I,
0: listen, I, I, there was, when I got done yesterday, way too late and I was like, man, this has been, this has been a long, like this, Playoffs playoffs are tough, and that's, I mean, maybe the one good thing about the Bucs being
1: out. But Last note so, like, in the draft, real yeah. quick, before we do Bucks. I think there's going to be a lot of players traded tomorrow. Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, there's a lot of guys. that Jonah Williams, there's a lot of guys that have requested trades. We'll see if they're moved. Because all those guys have big contracts, so they were never going to go for first-round picks. They're going to say, we'll give you maybe a fourth-round pick.
0: Yeah. I, I the Niners definitely...
1: also own, like, the last three picks of the third round or something stupid.
0: Yeah, they watched the Niners do something dumb that's going to make us mad. I mean, that's just it's like it's just like the Eagles. Like the Eagles aren't really a rival of us because we haven't lost in the playoffs, to the Eagles. But the Eagles are to me at at this point the model franchise in the NFC that you need to follow. And if, they are the
1: favorite. And it, not many, it, not many teams that lose Super Bowls are then the favorite, and we feel you and I feel confident. People like I mean, yeah. uh, barring a Jalen Hurts injury, or how do they not go back to the playoffs?
0: I I think with the Jalen Hurts, the the only thing I worry about is that that teams start fi- defenses start figuring out Jalen Hurts. That's my only like fear with the Eagles is that Jalen Hurts just it starts all of a sudden it they figure it out and Jalen Hurts kind of regresses. Also, it's worth remembering about the Eagles stretch last year. They played such an easy schedule and they they got by and then they get the Giants in round two and then they got Brock Purdy loses his arm at the start of the in the championship game so like and but they hung with chiefs right they a couple of different breaks they might win the super bowl so maybe i shouldn't be that much of a hater um but i still look at them as the favorite and i think that's what you got to emulate yourself off of. you got to look at that and say how do we end up like the eagles and that's what i would if i was brian guticus i'd be i'd be studying that and try to bring somebody in underneath me to say all right you know promote him from what the what he's doing in the Eagles or her, what she's doing and bring him in. And that's yeah,
1: for sure. Well I think they have an owner that doesn't have a golden parachute like Mark Murphy. So he actually wants to like succeed and do things. Oh yeah, and yeah. Jeff Laura is a good Jeff Lawrence, done a great job. Um so twenty five yeah. years of I mean the Eagles are awful in the nineties. Miserable. Yeah. No,
0: yeah, they were a laughing stock. And they and they've turned – since the since drafting Donovan McNabb and, and,
1: and hiring Andy, Andy Reid.
0: Right, and we could do a whole like you know summer pod on Andy Reid over Ray Rhodes over Andy Reid and how that like changed so much. I,
1: I think Andy Reid had left a year earlier though, but you'd have to go in and and do some diving. Not for today. So no, no not yeah. for today. Here's what I'll tell you: I think with the NFL and this draft and just how it looks right now, there's like eight teams that can win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Like it's is this the least amount of teams we've ever felt like could win the Super Bowl?
0: Probably, um, it's just it's really it's really weird right now with how really top, top heavy, with top heavy the AFC is. It'll be really fascinating to see, you know, to get the media hat back on how much AFC love there is versus NFC love in terms of like the four twenty five, the three twenty five games for us and the you know the the Sunday night games, you know, and in all
1: of that because I I think there's going to be way more push of the AFC. And so well, thank God for the Cowboys and Giants and Eagles, but it'll be the AFC and the NFC Beast. That's who's yeah, going to be on television.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. We won't see the NFC North. We won't see the NFC South. Maybe a little dash of the NFC West, but that's it.
1: Yeah, when they'll, they need to fill a West Coast slot.
0: They'll they'll do like Packer Steelers on Monday Night Football. Um, because those are two like premier teams. You've got Buck and Aikman doing that, and and then you'll get maybe a Packer Bear game just because Thursday night. Um so yeah, I mean it's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. So yeah, we'll see what happens, and hopefully the Packers deliver, and we we don't have the disappointment as we did today. And not that we're doing anything on on Saturday morning, but you know, it's I think I think it's it we'll, we'll just sort of see what happens. Real quick, it's been long, and I appreciate all the time you've given us. You're more of a you look at things more from a national media perspective. You deal with mo- not just Wisconsin, and so with the Bucks' loss, like kind of where. Where are you with it? Like you're, you know, looking at it from just a wider scope and just where, you know, how it all happened and, you know, any any thoughts you have that, you know, I'm sure a lot's been said, but just
1: just give, give you a quick two to three minutes on the books. It's a microcosm of the NBA season and the load management era. I mean, we're going to have three or four seed upsets for sure. Looks yep. like the Lakers hopefully will take care of the Grizzlies. The Warriors will take care of the Kings, I believe. This is like the sixth or seventh, eight-one. It's really embarrassing and another blunder in Wisconsin, you know, Wisconsin sports history. We've had it very good in terms of success. But Giannis was really eloquent, I thought, after the game. I know he, you know, people got excited about him in the Eric Name Exchange. I don't really want to talk about that. You know, I think they both handled it well, but like Giannis hit it on the head that like. They were ready to win an NBA championship, not this series. They were looking past the heat, and if it wasn't for a 14-0 heat run in the play-in game, I think we would have beat the Bulls in five or maybe four and a lot less travel. And I think this is the end of a mini Giannis era. There'll be another one. This happened to Dirk about the same time in his career. Now, Giannis is lucky. He already has a championship, and he has a little bit more talent around him than Dirk did, but – the Mavs had to retool, and they had to re-recruit Dirk, and I think that's what the Bucks will have to do. I hope the rumors floating around about Bud are, are not true, but um, as long as there's nothing off you know, with his family, I mean, it's pretty tough to bring Bud back here.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: he's he's cut a in sh- real quick. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Shams Sarania reported that he's on very shaky ground and Shams has been really close to the Bucks. The well, Bucks yeah, he, he the had Bucks. time
1: after breaking draft picks from the NFL draft. He had time yeah, to slip that <laughs> in. There. He did. And the Bucks
0: the Bucks don't really give anything to Woj after he caused them to lose a draft pick. So Shams gets really a lot of the Bucks scoop. So yeah, Continue th- though.
1: Mm. This is, you know, we are a Durant foot away from Giannis being the you know, Jokic, but way, way worse. in terms Oh of God.
0: It if, would this, be if if honestly didn't have a title, it would be, it would just be a wreck and it would be, it would be a mess. Yeah. I mean, we have been a,
1: outcoached in so many of these series. It is painful.
0: Right. And Max Struess was on Levitard show yesterday and said, I, I can't believe they didn't call. Eric Spolster was stunned. They didn't call timeout with under a second left. And it's like, Jesus, like if that you're hearing that, like that, and then Giannis, you know, that the eloquent whatever with the back and forth name, but like then he laid it all out there. Like he emptied the dirty laundry and was like, I wanted to guard Jimmy Butler. We didn't double Jimmy Butler. We didn't give Drew enough rest, like this whole thing. And it was.
1: Bud looks you know, done. I think Bud might be done with the day to day grind. He's got his title. He's, you know, he's an NBA lifer. He's been a 30 so, year coach.
0: So, what do you think about this? I was suggesting somebody, if Bud moved into like a business, you know, kind of like player operations, and, you know, he's a great team builder, great culture guy, and you move him kind of into the front office role. Are you okay with that as long as like he's not like you have to hire Charles Lee because I like kinda don't want anybody's hands on it. Like I I don't really like Nick Nurse. I'll I'll be okay with it. But I feel like Nick Nurse is panicky. I feel like Damian Lillard's panicky. Um just because you owe Damian Lillard sixty million dollars it when he's thirty eight, it really would be like a Los Angeles Rams thing kinda like fuck them picks and just be like try to win another championship. But there is a consequence in terms of long-term success because Damian Lillard's contract is such a disaster. Um, and yeah, it's a
1: lot I, of money owed to a, a guard that breaks down. We've seen it with Chris Paul in this postseason. I mean, big decision. Just you know, overall on on Brooke and, and Chris will make a decision to go get more money. My guess is unless Giannis really convinces him, I don't, I don't him.
0: think I don't think Chris will though because is really somebody going to pay him after what they've seen? I mean, he's had some good moments, but his knees look shot.
1: But isn't like, he getting I, three for a hundred then? Just I to don't get, know. But, know. But another. but
0: forty forty seven million is forty seven million. Like he's or forty million. He's gonna get forty million out of the box. And I I,
1: I, I think I, with I, the cap going up, he'd get three for twenty five. So something I, stupid.
0: I saw a couple of interesting trades from my guy Shafty, who was a Bucks Twitter legend, who had one trade that was and it was it was roasted by Hawks fans. They hated it. But it was uh DeJounte Murray, Oconwu, and uh AJ Griffin for Drew Holiday.
1: I love Drew. I'm not ready to trade Drew, and I'm not ready to talk Bucks trade. I think in the coaching thing, Nick Nurse, I'm more into. But go get the Quinn kid from Miami that's been on Spo's bench. Oh, for, Chris Quinn,
0: Notre Dame yeah. legend, Chris Quinn. Um, go get Marquette, him. Go, we'll go Mark. Had fans the wrong way, but yeah,
1: Chris. go young, go Heat culture. I mean, they have our number the last four years. Other than I know, I, didn't, I know you weren't saying it before the series, but it is completely true. And they have something special. They were out without two of their four best players. They have a forty-two-year-old that doesn't play in their team, but keeps everything together. They have six guys that were undrafted that shit all over the Bucks.
0: Well, that's—I mean—that's one of my big problems with John Horace. Like, I—I I, don't—I think John Horace is fine, I, but I do think there's a little pressure on John Horace. It's like, where haven't you got? Why haven't you got an AJ or uh, Austin Reeves? Why haven't you got a Caleb Martin?
1: Like, where are oh, those bu- guys? The Bucks—the Bucks draft has been a disastrous.
0: Right, and you go after Jay Crowder, who obviously I love because he's a Marquette guy. But why didn't you try to get involved with like getting like a Jared Vanderbilt or a Jaden McDaniel's or somebody who's like this this long, lanky defensive wing that you? Could well, just we throw didn't a have Jason.
1: a didn't have a first round pick to give up. That's the problem. Well,
0: I, no, I understand that, but what I'm saying is like, why didn't you try to get yourself involved in one of those three team deals that sent those guys? Like Vanderbilt was part of the. Vanderbilt was part of the
1: Mike Conley,
0: West Westbrook, the whole. That's true.
1: Yeah, that, it and, would have been. We we went old LeBron roster. We went. Let's just oh get totally hundred percent. And and
0: that didn't work. And now you have to try to kind of unwind that web, and it's it's going to be a challenge. And yeah, if Chris opts in, it's like okay, we try. It. There's only about three or four guys that are available, and I've said it a few times on the spot, but it's like. It's Lillard, it's CJ McCollum, and it's Bradley Beal, and I hate all fucking free
1: options. The, the the biggest problem here is when they lost in the bubble. Free agency started like three weeks later. Yeah, we're gonna have like two months here of a lot of questions. Giannis is probably gonna go to Greece and get out of the spotlight for a while. Yeah, the Dante thing will, will always hurt seeing him perform well in the playoffs. Yeah, but
0: like Dante, Dante though, I don't know. I mean, there was, was talk, homegrown
1: like... homegrown
0: dude though. There, there was talk to, like, there was unhappiness with, like, Dante doesn't understand his role, even as in the Warriors. Like, he just thinks he's better than he is. Like, I, I'm okay with Dante. A little two-in-one
1: mixtape for me sometimes. Yeah, that's basically what
0: I'm saying is, like, he thinks, like, I said this about Jay Crowder, but it's like, there are moments with Dante DiVincenzo where he's like, okay, it's Dante DiVincenzo time. Instead of just being, like, playing team ball. He doesn't play team ball. And so, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll just see. And it's disappointing. We're going to have to hear, hear about it. It's great that the draft was this weekend because it's going to get buried. Um, no one's going to talk about it. Everyone's going to talk about game sexes for the Kings and the, and the Warriors. There will be some on the box, but it, it will be basically just tomorrow and then that's it. And then it's, it's over for a little bit. Um, it was interesting too that Cuban came to the fence to be honest with the answers, was very critical of Eric Name, probably a little unfairly. had Dave Portner even jumped in and was like, Why is he, why are you defending him? And it's like, Yeah, it's probably because he's recruited Giannis because he's like, he wants to show Giannis love.
1: Like And he's gotta help Luca out. You know, that's what he's gotta do. Right. On your question of Bud, I'd be fun. I don't know. I mean, would I give Bud the Dwayne Casey role? You know, give him the old yeah, Alex, Alex Lazare role of fa- VP of fan engagement and <laughs> You know, he can let people into the five server and make sure they have their phones out. Sure. Like, he can do that. Um, but I think you need to go in a different direction. Charles Lee would hate. So Taylor hate Jenkins, them. you can't go get, you know, but a lot of no. Bud's assistance. You got to go outside of the Spurs family here. That's yeah. that's my thought process. Um, we I, need a I, micromanager.
0: See, see, and here's a, the last, last thing. I think I I almost wonder if they fire Bud if Bud gets hired onto the Spurs staff and then he's the
1: successor to Popovich. I just don't know if Bud Bud is old man. He's yeah, been that's also for too thirty years. Right. So yeah, I, I think there's, a, yeah, I think we'll there's see. a lot there. We'll be on day two watch. Be on day three watch. Yeah, Jimmy, hopefully Jim, actually gets.
0: Jimmy Haslem will have to balance you know Browns second and third round picks with also trying to pay Bud's. Bud's buyout, which I think he has, he has sixty million left on his on his contract. So
1: probably just give, uh, probably just give Bud a rebate or something. He's he's got some history there,
0: <laughs> for sure. Well, Mark, we appreciate uh, you doing all this draft stuff with us. We uh, we always like chopping it up and uh, look forward. Hopefully, we have a good uh, day two, day three. I'll probably just well, I'll be with you uh, at least on Sunday, so we'll I'll, we will talk. So I'll, I'll I know we're missing Otani.
1: Ohtani pitched I know. today. Uh, you I think know. you think I'm sure the Angels are really interested in pitching him on 3 days rest, you know. So Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs>
0: us, could we just get Ohtani? Did you see the the did you see the guy for the Angels, the the broadcaster I might have sent it to you where he thought Ohtani hit for the cycle? As yes, he I did. Yeah. Oh my god. One of the funniest videos. Like he had, I, his,
1: he had his Joe Buck Super Bowl Super Bowl uh, call ready. He had written it down since he was a child.
0: I fucking lost. It.
1: Oh, dad, but he's yeah. about
0: to make history. You guys got to find it. It's not like talking baseball, John Boy uh, Network, and it's like it's like he's about to make history, and it's gone. It's so yeah. funny. It's didn't,
1: so good, man. Didn't know the specs at uh whatever o- wherever Angels Park is. Uh,
0: Otani's gonna go ham at AmFam, like the short porch. And right What's AMFAM. the
1: over under of Otani, real quick? And this will leave us over under of home runs for Otani. Is has to be one and a half over the weekend.
0: Yeah, one and a half. I'd say that. I'll say two. Uh, I don't know who's pitching this weekend. This was just bad on me.
1: Um, so I'd have to look at the. It's at, not at, Eric Lauer. I don't think God. Uh, he uh, was. his bp was on tuesday so well yeah
0: eric lauer just kind of came back to who eric lauer thought he was and then he had like a broken nail and it's like can we can we just file our nails can we get pedicures like what are we doing so
1: we have walk by matt bush i would say every time otani's up
0: so we have wade miley and tyler anderson on friday so wade miley's definitely giving up a home run to trout as a left-hander that's happening um, and then on Saturday, we have Corbin Burns versus Reed Detmers. Oh, Brewers are facing two lefties. We're going to lose two games this week. And then for Sunday, we have Colin Ray versus – we have three lefties. We're facing three lefties this weekend. That is bad.
1: Big, big see. Brewers Saturday night promotion. Uh, uh, a a t shirt with a hood on it. They're getting the fans out from Waukesha and the five county area. So looking and, forward to that.
0: Oh, yo, you know, you know, I'm I'm just very excited about Wisconsin night. Uh, Charlie Behrens is throwing out the first pitch. I just can't wait. I I just love that man. It's walk minute, you know. Um, so ha- nice.
1: happy I was able to get here from the uh, shuttle I took from the quick trip. So.
0: <laughs> all right man. take care have a good one this is awesome uh you, you got everybody else enjoy your fridays um and we'll talk to you on monday we'll recap the draft recap what happened with uh the burrs this weekend and who knows if we have a bud firing if we have a bud firing maybe i'll pop on early but probably not It'd probably be sad but monday all right we'll talk to you then take care bye